Good News Franklin County Schools. Welcome to WFCS Radio, the Good News Franklin County Schools podcast. This Good News Franklin County School podcast was created to share the amazing work taking place within our district as we highlight all things inspirational, all things uplifting, and all together good. I am I am your host, Dwayne McIntosh, and today I am joined by our 2023 Principal of the Year from Lewisburg Elementary School, none other than Mrs. Trenice Gilmore. <laughs> Ms. Gilmore, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. You're good? <laughs> good, good. What's so funny? What's, what's the applause, all that? It's a little overwhelming? <laughs> no. <laughs> a little different? It's fancy. So, <laughs> h- how does how does it feel? Your your 2023 Principal of the Year has it set in yet? Is is um, have you had time to reflect on it? Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about it. I guess it it just it feels good to be recognized for your hard work. I yeah. guess that's what it is in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, it's not that you set out to be principal of the. I don't think you can. It's not like you can campaign for right, it. You know? Right. 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 But um. You just hope that what you're doing and what people see will say, hey, that's somebody who should be recognized. So That's awesome. Yeah. So how many years in administration has this been for you? Oh, goodness. This is year eight for me, I believe. And all at Lewisburg Elementary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no, not technically, no. Okay. I spent, uh, I think it was the year 2015, I spent maybe 30 to 40 days at Lower Mill Elementary oh, really? as an AP. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I had been at Lewisburg for all of my career, and Miss um, Keith and I swapped places, actually. Wow. Yeah. So she came to Lewisburg, and I went to Lower Mill, and then uh, my former principal, Mr. Harris, retired, and okay. so then I applied, okay. and that's how I ended up back at Lewisburg. Wow. So, so you were only at Lower Mill for a month or two, huh? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that entire educational journey, take us back. How did that mm-hmm. get started? What did you do prior to administration? Well, um, I came, so when I graduated in December of 2000, before, as a matter of fact, before I graduated, I had a job in Franklin County. Really? So my, at the time, um, boyfriend sent my resume out across North Carolina because he, he's in, um, computers, I mean, excuse me. Um, information technology. So okay. at that time, it was a big deal to come to RDU to do that. Right. So we decided to move. He sent my uh, resume out. And at that time, I think it was a Dr. Holt called and said, hey, do you want to come up here and see Franklin County? Mm-hmm. So he had an interview downtown. So I was like, well, we'll just go to Lewisburg. We didn't know anything about it. Right. I'd never been here. Got here. I was taken to Three schools, Franklinton. No, I was supposed to go to three, Franklinton, Bunn, and Lewisburg. Okay. And I got to Lewisburg before Central Office was Central Office. Um, (laughs) And I took a tour of the building, and then they took me over to the new building because that the the building we're in now was going to open that January. Wow. Um, But when I walked in here, I knew this is where I was supposed to be. Sometimes you just know. So I knew I was meant mm -hmm, that this was the place for me, and I've been 
here ever since. I've never left. It it automatically felt like home to me. Wow. Wow. That's bananas. Mm -hmm. That's bananas. So you said you you moved here. Where are you Mm -hmm. from originally? I was born and raised in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Really? Yes. You left Myrtle Beach, South Carolina? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. When you grow up there, it's... Hold on. You left... Myrtle Beach, yes. South Carolina. <laughs> People say that all the time. Like, what? But when you grow up there, it's a different vibe. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. you don't see it as a vacation. You see just like anybody else right. sees their hometown. Right. I need to get you know, out. That makes sense. So, um, But yes, I moved. I um, graduated from the College of Charleston in December of 2000. Okay. And uh, moved up here in January of 2001 and then started teaching um, in February. So you you started teaching immediately at Lewisburg. Yes, I had a job. I interviewed with Franklin County before I even graduated from college. So when we came on that trip, I did an interview, and um, I was hired. So you did you you knew younger that you wanted to be in education? No. Yeah, like, is was that no. a family thing or just no. kind of? No, I'm the first in my family. As a matter of fact, n- neither my mom, uh, my mom did not go to, my mom, I think she, she got her GED. She did not go to college. Mm-hmm. And my dad entered the military. So neither one of my parents were college graduates. Wow. So, um, and I grew up, my mom was a single parent, but we had a, you know, a, um, she had a lot of support, so mm-hmm. she raised three girls. Mm-hmm. All of us went to college. We just, you know, just, I don't know. She was. She just did what she needed to yeah. do as a single parent. Yeah. So we, but when I was younger, no, I actually wanted to be, believe it or not, I wanted to be a chef. And my mom really? said, you can't make money as a chef, but lo and behold, <laughs> had I taken that track, that would have been a whole different story, but... Uh, when I was in high school, um, my interest was sparked. I was a Future Homemakers of America member. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And we had a babysitting club where the teachers would send their students. So it was a high school, mm-hmm. and um, the teachers would send their kids to us to babysit while they did whatever they needed to do after school. So I was um, the lead uh, babysitter there. So I knew I wanted to do something with children, so I thought I was going to be a chef. Then I said, you know, I can own my own daycare. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't the business side. I was yeah. like, no. Um, so when I went to school, I just took education courses. Wow. That's and then I just was like, man, this is easy, but not easy as in the work it came was. Naturally. Yeah, it yeah. just came natural. Yeah. So I just that took that sense. path. I did never cross my mind to be an administrator. Just that I was going to be a teacher, and I was content with that. So how many years did you teach, actually? Oh God! So that's the that's what's different <laughs> about about mine because my and was it all career elementary? is lopsided. Yes, okay. it's all elementary, all at Lewisburg. Um, I think I taught seven years, mm-hmm. so I've been in administration or a leadership role longer than I actually taught in the classroom. Wow! So I taught third grade for five years. Um, I actually had to leave for a few months because my son was born premature and. Um, mm. Uh, and he was in the hospital for months. Mm. So I actually um, had to leave for that, and then I couldn't return because he could not go into mm-hmm. that. So I resigned, um, went to a 
a charter school was not the best experience and mm-hmm. then ended up coming back to Lewisburg because one of the teachers said, hey, I just went to visit because, like I said, it was my family, so I was just visiting. Mm-hmm. And before I left, one of the teachers said, hey, did you know we had a fifth grade opening? And I was like, no. And so that might have been early August. By November, I was back at Lewisburg. And I wow. haven't. I've been there ever since. Give so, it up. Yeah. Give it up. Give it up. That's an amazing, awesome story. Yep. So what, um, yeah, well, let's let it marinate some more. <laughs> <laughs> what piqued your interest for leadership as a principal? So my first principal was Lynn, Harris, Lynn Henderson, excuse me. Okay. And he would always say to me, you need to go back to school. And I was like, but what am I going back for? Because I didn't. I had never looked at what else you could do. I, I right. was content with being a teacher. Yeah. You know, and I liked what fine, I did. Yeah. yeah. But he kept saying it, and then he sent me to um, a workshop called Growing Future Leaders. Okay. And it's just you send teachers if they're interested, and you go. So I was just um it was um, held by C.C. Risa and had to drive to Durham, um, maybe once a month for, I, I don't, can't remember how, for how long it's been so long ago. Um, and there just started hearing things and learning things. I said, Hmm, maybe. Um, and then I finally decided, so I was a curriculum resource teacher for four years. Um, and in doing that while I was doing that, um, my, um, principal at that time, which was um, Henderson, I mean, goodness gracious, Harris, they had their mm-hmm. names, <laughs> Harris, <laughs> Mr. Harris was like, I think you should go into um, administration. Nice. And when I took, when I decided to do that, I attended NC State through a cohort and I had to drive to um, Northern Vance High School is right off 39 or is it Southern Vance? I'm not sure which one it is, but okay. the classes were held out there. And okay. I didn't have to drive to NC State. So I drove out there. Um, and again, once again, I found a path that was just so natural that wow. it was just like, how did I not know to do this? But other people saw it in me. Yeah. So, um, so I graduated in uh, 2011, 2012 from NC State with okay. my master's in school administration. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Give it up. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. So um, taught for a while, been an mm-hmm. admin for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Um, dare I ask which one you love more? Oh, my. <laughs> okay. Dope. The position I loved the most was when I was a curriculum resource teacher. Really? Mm-hmm. Because you still worked with students, and you also worked with teachers. Ah. And I and I remember having to explain to my family what a curriculum resource teacher. And explain I said, for our audience, please. Well, I I just kind of summed it up. It was a teacher of teachers. Mm. Because that's what you were there for. I yeah. love doing workshops. I would do staff development. Um, just. Mm. Being that person that could help others. So that was my favorite role. Yeah. But I love being a principal. I l- okay. I guess I can say I liked being a teacher, but I love being a principal. Okay. Because That's fair, yeah. you can you can just do so much more. And, yeah. you, you know, you get to see everything. And each time I stepped up, I understood, okay, Here's what a teacher needs. Okay, as a teacher, I understand. Mm, I'm a teacher. This is what good. I need to do. 
when I became a CRT, I was like, okay, I was a teacher. Now I understand how to help other teachers. Mm-hmm. When I left being a CRT and had an AP and then print, so I said, okay, now I understand my next. So I it would because I did it in that way. I think I have a different level of understanding of what goes on and who needs what and mm-hmm. how to address different things. That's so, awesome. Mm-hmm. On that note, so what what do teachers need from administration or for leadership to be successful? They really need to know that there's a bridge. They need to know that, and I say bridge, and so it's my job to put someone in place to mm-hmm. help them, that I can't do it all. Yeah. But there has to be that, that um, what, what would you call it? I guess an interloper? Mm-hmm. A in liaison. The mm-hmm, yeah. liaison in that middle. So, so that I'm reminded of, what is going on because when mm. you are a leader you tend to forget yeah. so yeah. that person and finding those right people to be there i used to think well it's my job to do this but no it's really my job to find the right people to help the teachers and so i think that one role that one person who can say hey this is what's going on and how will you address it and then that teachers have someone they can go to where it's not always leadership. Um, that That's what I think they need. They just. I love that. That's good. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> I love that very much. So um, principal of the year mm-hmm. 2023 for Franklin County Schools, and which comes with a lot of things. You, mm-hmm. you go into the regionals, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. What is your message to carry? What is what is the burning oh, wow. issue issue or question or a thing that the passionate thing that you want to make sure others know about Lewisburg Elementary, about Franklin County, and about Trinise Gilmore? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Loaded question, right? <laughs> I wasn't gonna take it easy. Now you know. What do I want? First of all, I just want people to know that. Um, small counties can do big things. That's right. Um, one thing about Franklin County, I've noticed that when I do go out that we have never, and this is from my perspective, we have never been behind the eight mm. ball. We have always been, you know, ahead of the game or a leader in something mm. or leading the way. That's true. So I've never felt like I worked in a county that was behind and always catching up. It's yeah. always been, wow, what are y'all doing over there? And, oh, we haven't done that yet or something like yeah. that. So I've never felt like because I'm from a small county that I have to do small things. That's good. Um, and my school in itself, um, the best part about it is it has such a long history, and I can be a part of that. It's a long history in its community. Um, it feels good to walk in there, and um, on a, any day I could be talking to someone that I've taught. I could be talking to their children. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, or it could be somebody who I worked with years ago. So, you know, you're, you're still connecting with people that are who may have been in your same position and they've moved on, or you're watching the new group come through. Mm. And Franklin County... Even our school, this county allows you to see that gamut, and mm. and that's why I think I look at it as a um, family and a yeah, home. Hometown. Yeah. I think kids need the biggest pressing thing for me, or the message I would care is that we have to remember that 
these days things are different and kids need something different. Mm. That we can't continue to do the same things and think that we're going to get different results from our students. That's good. Um, and my pressing issue really is recognizing that they need more than just academics from us. Yes. Um, it is just... It's just that I see so many needs that sometimes I think, am I in the right place? Am I walking the walk of my own purpose? And am I doing everything that I'm supposed to do for the kids that come my way? So that's probably my biggest worry, too. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? That's good. That's good. Some air horns for that. <laughs> and you, you made a good point about the times changing. Things are moving mm-hmm. so fast. I saw an advertisement recently, and it was an advertisement, a spinoff from the 70s show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was called the 90s show. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, it hit me. I was like, oh, my God. That was 30 years ago. Yes. And like we're calling the 90s show like the, the right. old school stuff. So with these kids, they know nothing. <laughs> for nothing. us, it's like nothing. I remember the mm-hmm. 90s like it was yesterday, yes. but they're like, the 90s, what? that's old. That's, yes. You know, and I remember growing up hearing about the 70s, so I'm like, oh, man, these old folks, mm-hmm. what are they talking about? And just yes. to hear that logic, I'm like, time is passing is. so fast. It and is. like you said, you have to adjust. You have mm-hmm. to be ready to adapt and see what these kids need um, from the perspective of this day and age. Mm-hmm. So that's a very good, very good point. So give it up one more time for that. So. We're going to transition just a little bit to one of the fun part of the uh, okay. <laughs> the podcast. A little game called Would You Rather. Oh, okay. So I'll ask a series of questions. <laughs> you can give me. Uh-oh. You're getting nervous, are you? <laughs> give me your preference and please okay. do explain. So. Would you rather? All right. So here we go. Mm-hmm. And being as somebody who grew up at the beach, mm-hmm. would you rather spend time at the beach or the mountains? Oh my gosh, that's not an easy <laughs> one because I've gone to the mountains many a times. Love going to the mountains. But my heart is at the beach. My heart is there. I love, even though I can't swim. <laughs> Get your but feet wet a little bit. What people don't know is the beach. You don't technically have to know to me. So, but no, if I if I had the means and I was at the point of retirement, and then I had an opportunity, it would definitely be at the beach. Okay. Yes. That's fair enough. Yes. All right. Um, would you rather fly or read minds? Fly or read minds? Mm-hmm. I think I would rather fly. I don't want to know <laughs> what everybody is thinking. I would rather not. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. I think that's too much information. A thousand percent agree. But I could see myself flying because who doesn't want to save time? Yeah. You know, get into where you need to go quicker. So I would choose that. Yeah. No jet lag. <laughs> yes. All that good stuff, right? I'm, right. Uh, I'm with you a thousand percent mm-hmm. on that one. All right. Next one. Here we go. All right. So would you rather... Which one I'm going to go with here? <laughs> Are you trying to be tricky? I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. Let's see. All right, here we go. Would you rather be a famous musician or a famous actress? Famous musician. 
That's a hard one. I would rather not be famous at all. I'm very much an introvert and don't want to be out there, although it doesn't look that way, but I am. I'm going to go with a musician. Musician? What instrument would you play? Saxophone. Really? Yes. But when I was you said that quick. Now you <laughs> like, did you did you play before? No, I've never played an instrument in my life. But <laughs> I mean, there's just something about it that's yeah. so soulful. And yeah. If I could play, that's what I would. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Alicia Keys and Trinice the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Ms. Gilmore, thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us today. That was awesome. Good thank to hear you. your story and you. your background and how you got started and where you are here. So it's great information. Congratulations mm-hmm. once congratulations once thank again. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. We're we're proud of you. I'm proud of you. I know you're doing great things mm-hmm. and uh we're we're blessed to have you in Franklin County, especially at mm-hmm. the Lewisburg Elementary School. So thank you. So, folks, thank you for uh, joining in today. This concludes our episode of the Good News Franklin County Schools podcast. If you are listening on your favorite podcasting app, please subscribe, share with a friend. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, remember that there's greatness inside of you. Let it out. Share the good news. And we will see you later, everyone. Inspirational, uplifting, all together good. The Good News, Franklin County Schools.